This is Aikido Discuss, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hahn, an instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Dihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and first student at Aikido of Fresno. First Q. So, you did not fail. I didn't. Yeah, if you had, we would just probably wouldn't have been podcasting this week. It would have just no, been. Like, we'd all been crying. It would have been just, over. Yeah. First week well, we ever missed. Podcast is over. Podca- podcast canceled. Busy shedding tears. Yeah. Uh, but that is not the case. It was a wonderful test that you passed with flying colors. So, as promised on our previous podcast, we were going to do a wrap up, a recap. So here we are. A recap. Um, and we'll let you. We'll let you just go go for it. Yeah, go ahead and talk. The hour's yours, Mike. The hour's wow. yours. Use it as best talk about everything that you uh, experienced. Is this the post-test test? Yeah, this is the post-test test. <laughs> no, actually, I uh, thought about uh, letting Chris maybe start for a second um, and kind of running through maybe thought process in um, the first Q test and, um, you know, how you put it together for an individual student because you know in some respects the tests are always the same there's the same kind of things on it you the the material there's a criteria that you have to understand like whatever um but within that there's a lot of stuff that changes from test to test and the way that you uh ask questions the way that you ask for things to be shown etc so forth so maybe just go through the process of like a what you're looking for from what you're wanting to get out of the test for you uh, to understand what the student is doing, um, and then b you know what what that means, how you go about sort of formulating that as we sit down to do the test. You want me to give away all my secrets? So anyone listening to this will know how I give tests. <laughs> well, is that a bad thing? No, well, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you don't have to. See, you I don't like have to. I like to, to have tricks. I understand um, that. You don't have to give away. Any no, so it's you know, like first cue is easy to talk about. Any test, whatever the criteria um, is, is what we're going to do. So I make sure they do that stuff. Um, first cue is easy because it's everything. I mean, easy for me as far as like knowing what they need to know. They need to know everything. So um, first cue. We start with the very beginning. I mean, we started with Ashi Sabaki, um, like just like I would have a ninth cue do it. You know what I mean? Like very, very beginning. Um, and then I'm just critical of everything, and I make sure she can do it faster and better and smoother than any ninth cue would ever do it. Um, and we just march through the material, you know. And what's nice for me about first cue is, A, I don't need to ever look at a test because I know exactly what's on it, you know, everything. Uh, and then I can also stop at any point I want and, and really pick on something. So if there's anything that looks bad, I can stop and we can talk about it ad nauseum um yes ad nauseum <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh that's that's that part and then and that's the part that's basically always the same um and then there is you know so i mean i definitely form a relationship with the students and and understand what's going on i mean you know teaching at our schools super hands-on um i know everyone at the dojo i from the first day they walk in, start formulating theories about what they're good at, what they're bad at, uh, what they need to work on, what they might not even know they need to work on, but needs to be fleshed out, like, you know. And so um, every test is me going, okay, this person sucks at this and this or doesn't know about this and this, and so let's push that out right now, you know. So so a lot of that stuff while we're training, it, it's, it's really funny because, you know, I'm always thinking about that stuff, and I'm always building classes to – 
to get people to do those things. But more or less, they will pick up on what I'm giving them, you know. And and it's funny because a lot of times people will be taking a test, and everyone in the class knows what that person's weaknesses are, except maybe the person who yes. doesn't know what their weaknesses are. <laughs> like, um, and so uh, so that's what it's built around. It's built around pushing that as hard as possible, so that way, uh, you know, I also want them in the test, uh, all tests, but particularly first Q, a lot in first Q. Um, I want them to stress out. Um, if I'm not stressing them physically, mentally, emotionally, um, intellectually, if I'm not stressing them, then it's not really a true test. Like we got to see how you're doing under this pressure. So I'm using every skill I have to like start pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. And at least to me visually, it should never look like they are maxed out, yeah. you know, like even if they're, they're out of breath and stuff, that's fine because you get tired, but uh, it shouldn't look like you were just, you know, like at the end of their rope. Right. Exactly. Right. Like, you know, if you can't answer clearly and you can't figure out what's being ha- happening and you can't take instructions on the fly and you can't, you know, all the stuff signs that you can't handle the pressure. And so that's the job, you know, and, and I turn up the pressure slowly as the tests go on. So, um, but I, before, I don't know where the a good place to talk about this is, so I'll just talk, I'll bring it up now because I think it's really awesome. Uh, it was an awesome thing that I experienced during the test. Uh, so I've trained with Chris for a long time and um, have really seen the full sort of uh, evolution. The, the evolution of the art as he has seen it. Um, and so, you know, when I was beginning, uh, the instruction was very much, I think, in line with what the way that you had been taught or or a lot of the the things that uh, direct stuff from your teacher that has changed as we've gone on and on and on um and you said something yesterday that i think was really awesome so i made the comment that uh maya knows more and was able to demonstrate more as a first cue than i was uh, than I was able to as a first cue, like Me by too. far, like just yeah. ridiculous, uh, ridiculously uh, so. Um, and just demonstration, all the techniques in terms of the way that the techniques fit together, in terms of the way that the art fits uh, together, um, just really firm grasp understanding, like beyond what um, I, I where I was at that same time. And you said something like that's that's what should happen. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought it was pretty profound to me because it's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Because if we're doing our jobs as instructors and we are continually to like hash out and and make uh, make it easier to understand, make it more digestible, make it easier to pass along, um, our students should be better than us. Yes. Right. And and that should just keep continue. That's what we should want, as opposed to another way of it happening where, you know, the the grand uh, instructor is the best and everyone that follows through is going to be slightly less good because they don't have the the truth from that one person um we sort of are from the flip side of it where it's like no every student that comes through should be working through some stuff and hopefully getting that much better than right. um and i saw that you know like looking at where maya's at right now um was awesome because it's like oh yeah man this is great that like um you know, she is at a a place where she knows way more than any of us did. Oh yeah. Uh, at the same time, and that's a really good thing. And that's what every that's what we should want from everyone. That's right. Right. We should. I, I shouldn't want someone that's like as good as I was at the at, at the time. I should want someone who was better than I was. That's right. So, um, I thought that to me was a really awesome. 
point of the it's whole funny, test. I was, I was recently talking that. to Michael Varen about uh, about you know Aikido and transmission of techniques and you know transmission of systems and and he was saying that he had been thinking a lot about what the difference between a martial artist, a coach, a teacher, and a practitioner or a student. I think is what he said. But um, what's the difference between those things? You know, and, and I think it's an interesting thing to think about because you know if you're a teacher, well, you should ideally want all of your students to know as much as you. That's ideally what right. you, what you you want. But but the truth is you you kind of can't see past a certain level, right? So so for example, right? So like uh, is Maya as good at Aikido as I am at this point? No, but but not because I hope in, you know, 15 years, 10 years, she will know more right. than I know right now, right? right? Yeah. Um because she's on a better path than I was when I first started. As a teacher, like purely as a teacher, it's hard to to see that because you really can't see what's next. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're teaching at your maximum ability. Right. So you're I, just translating information that you have gained and already know or right. you're transmitting. Right. 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 And so like I want to give you as much information as I know, uh, but the truth is, you know, it can never, learning about it intellectually can never go faster than it goes. Right. So like, you know, it just, it just is the state of, of the way it is so it's kind of always maxed out i can give you everything i know but you can still never know more than i know really because i'm your teacher and and this is i'm giving you maxed out information a coach's job is always to make you better than them and and it's kind of easy to see with a coach because most coaches are are no longer well almost all coaches are no no longer longer, playing participating in the sport so it's real easy for them to go, well, of course this guy's better than me. He's 21. Right. And, right. you know, I'm old. Right, and, right. Um, you know, like, <laughs> if we got in a boxing match, you know, like, he's going to destroy me. I might know more about it. Exactly but, right. right. Roach is under no idea that he could outbox Manny Pacquiao. Right. Now, does he know more? Arguably, right. but but that's the teacher side, which is like intellectually he knows max and he can help you get to that max, yeah. you know. But but as far as a coach goes, he has zero illusions that he's a better boxer right. than or, yeah, than uh, his boxers, yeah. you know. And and so a coach's goal, because that's just a given, there's never that never gets in the way. It never gets in the way that that my, of course my students are going to be better than my my you know uh, my athletes right. are going to be better of than of course me, that's right? the point i want yep. them to be the, yes. i want them to be better than me or anyone else because right. i want them to win that's right that's, that's what right. makes me a good coach, coach. Right. Yeah. makes me a good coach is i've got right. lots of winning athletes they're the best people and, in the world and if they weren't uh, better than me I would be in the ring. That's right. Instead of them, that's because right. I right. want to win. That's right. right. And so, so um, I think that's a real thing we get stuck on in Aikido. Is like uh, we kind of believe we could never surpass our teachers, and and that's bullshit. Um, intellectually, I hope to God we all start surpassing our teachers in the next few years. Yeah. Uh, Aikido has been stagnant for too long. But physically, certainly we should be surpassing our teachers, right? right, right? right. And so, so like that's what should be going on. And, and recently, Maya was talking about a, uh, an interview of a high-ranking Aikido practitioner. And, and he was saying, like, well, of course, my generation's not as good as the generation before. And, of course, the, the people under me are not as good as, as I am. Um, and then he cited some reasons of how he plans to fix this. But really, it was basically like it's this inescapable trap of this dogmatic approach to Aikido, which is we can never be as good as O-sensei. And, I, I mean, look, and people people aren't going to like me for saying what I'm about to say, but uh, o, o Sensei's not the end of this, right? Like, sure, he was yeah. a clever guy, and, I mean, who knows what he could do outside of the video that I've right, seen right, or, right, right. or what I've read. But, you know, 
I hope to God we all surpass him right. very, very, very soon. Right. Because if we don't, our art might as well die. We're right, not progressing. Right, We're not right. growing anymore. Aikido is not Koryu. It's not a throwback to an olden time. It's a new way to make the world a more harmonious, better place. Right. And that's what he wanted for it. So he should want us all right. to be better. So this idea that like, oh, we're never going to get to this state, that's bullshit. Right. And and so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Maya's a lot better than I was as a first Q. Yeah. And I'm glad she's better than you were when you were first right. Q. And I hope, you know, in five more years, the new first Qs are better, better than Maya right, was right. now. You know, yeah, like absolutely. that's the way it should yeah. be. And that doesn't mean we're not all growing. We're all growing right, all the time. Right. But that's the way it should well, be. Well, and the truth is that is going to help us grow. Right. Uh, and I can see it already because, you know, in the conversations <laughs> – that we're able to have on this podcast, uh, that we're able to have in the dojo with Maya here and with our other students, um, I feel like that's we're all a- like like you said we're all able to grow together. So it's not just like you know you're sitting around and thinking about something and then presenting it and then we do it and that's it. Um, there's definitely a like uh, you think see something, think of something, present it, and we're like, oh my god, this is you know astounding and we can really begin to work with it so yeah it's kind of like you 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 know when you do something when you achieve that that black belt for the first time you've uh followed in your teacher's footsteps up a path you know and as you've started to find your own way to walk that path you're you're constantly refining that path so you're walking back and forth along this path each time maybe taking a couple new turns or cutting a different direction and all your new students that constantly are walking that path are are going hey this is easier this is easier than the person who's ahead of me because they're taking a harder turn and and we should all be able to share and then eventually my students should be able to give me great ideas they're like awesome and that's what we should all want to share in instead of this weird you know like Patri- it's not even patriarchal, like you know, ancestric worship. Like I could never be as great as that person right. was, you know. And there's no disrespect in that. I want people to be better than I am. I hope after I'm dead, all of my Aikido students are better, better at Aikido right, than right, I am. Right, you, know? you would hope if you're dead, they're better than you. <laughs> and I mean, until then, I'm giving them a foot race. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm trying. Right? You know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, that was a lot, uh, and <laughs> I understand we were. Re- but I, to me, that was an important thing. Uh, that I got out of the test was seeing that and really being able to experience and hold it and go, wow, awesome. Now you can say whatever you need to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got Thank done. You. I got off my chest what I wanted. <laughs> it was a long test. It was. There's a lot. I think I'm still kind of processing everything that happened. Um, uh, during one part of the parts of the test was um, – Chris had me sit down and, and uh, field questions questions from the audience um, partway through. Um, and uh, one of the other students uh, asked me, it was an earlier portion, I guess. So we were outside at the park, you know, and after five minutes I was covered in dirt and grass and stuff. Um, so there's a bunch of people around, you know, it's just a busy park. Um, and uh, he asked me, you know, did you, did you catch, there was a child like absolutely screaming his head off behind you as you were doing some of that stuff earlier it's pretty insane <laughs> it was insane and it's funny because at that moment i i we was, do the first q test in yeah in a park in the, so yeah. it's completely there's, there's people everywhere people, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah public public park yeah. yeah and and i was like i i couldn't tell you i don't remember i you know and i was just like i i probably maybe should have paid a little more attention to it but i honestly like that was not on my mind at this moment and i think that 
um, thinking about that, that I could, I think that perfectly describes kind of the state that I was in, which was like very like kind of locked in to what I was doing. And like, there wasn't any room for me to consider other outside issues or my own internal issues with whatever was going on and like kind of keeping those things at bay. Not that I like was completely ignoring those things. And maybe there was room for me to pay a little more attention to things around me, but like, um, there wasn't any, like I knew going into it as we kind of discussed on the last podcast that there, there wasn't room for me to consider any thoughts of like, oh my God, what if I fail? You know, there were a couple moments where I had thoughts like that kind of fly by me. And I was like, I, we can't go there. Can't go there. You just, that's not for right now, you know? And so it was a lot of that. Like, and so being able to block out the <laughs> fact that there was a, you know, three-year-old child. Yeah. That was like least of my dog worries. noises or whatever. Yeah, trying, trying his hardest to get everyone to look at him. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, pretty, pretty ridiculous, but. And the same too, like early on, um, he had me do like a bunch of, a bunch of ukemi and like, I, you know, I did quite a few high falls on, you know, and it's just, you know, regular like dirt ground. Um, and afterwards, some of the other students were like, that was a lot of high falls. Like that was a lot of ukemi that you took. And it's funny because I also kind of was like, I, I hardly remember, like that doesn't really stick out to me as there were other things like that. I definitely stick out to me moments where I wish that I would have done something differently or am like still kind of hitting myself on the head for like, why did you mess that up? But like those things, it was like that shouldn't be something that I dwell on, especially right. like Kemi's like something that I should have down pat. And I'm glad that that didn't stop me. Yeah. So no, that was fun. I mean, all that was, <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, I was uh, playing the role of Nagi at that point, and uh, someone, one of the other students was like, oh, man, you really, like, you were throwing her hard. Like, I feel like you were giving her a rougher time than, like, normal, you know? Um, and I said, I didn't really see that as being the case, you know? Like, so uh, probably my intensity is a little higher on a test m- maybe than in class. Yeah. Um, so there is that part of it. But I think the other part of it was like the Okimi was really good. Um, that makes it look like something is more might is right. happening than it is. Right. So there's a big fall. There's a big whatever. Um, and it looks like dramatic. But if she's doing Okimi right, she's safe. You right. know. So I think that was a lot of what was happening was like the interplay between us was just really nice. So it, it looked very dramatic, even though it was, you know, relatively nothing you know yeah um (laughs) yeah it's uh there was definitely like lots of blood sweat and tears like (laughs) literal literal blood yeah (laughs) but i mean literal sweat yeah literal literal sweat literal tears yes yes (laughs) literally all of those yes lots of dirt also oh lots of dirt yeah. yeah Um, there's a one point there was a cloud kind of following you guys around. Like oh, a boy. dust cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it sort of reminded me a little bit, uh, <clears throat> you know, in some of we, there are a lot of like Rondori esque practices. Um, and it reminded me of, you know, like the old videos you would see from the Seagal dojos where they're oh, uh-huh. pushing people, you know, uh, it had that feel to me anyway. There was one point where I caught a perfect push straight to my back and like, I like, 
I had no power to stop from falling because it was just like a perfect hard push to my back. And um, just like the ground was coming at my face and like it wasn't, luckily it wasn't a second thought for me to roll. So it was no problem. It was a beautiful and roll, popped up and didn't even think about it. Everyone was like, oh shit. Um, but so it, it, it's nice to not have to worry about, I mean, and that uh, shouldn't be a second thought on that test, obviously. Um, but there were a lot of other way more challenging moments than that. Um, we did a lot of, I don't know, like uh, Ron Dory-esque situational things. Um, you know, stay inside of this 10-foot box for as long as you can while everyone runs at you as hard as they can. Um, that kind of stuff. Well, I feel like the sort of second part of the test, you know. So yeah. the first part of the test is like, show us that you understand all of the stuff and be able to do the forms and blah, blah, blah. And then the second part is like, okay, now let's let's do it. Let's put it into practice right. and see what, what really is, is going on. Um, and so it's like, you know, I think uh, Michael Barron, who was uh, at the test, said this, you know, like where uh, most tests of this level would end in a, normally, yours is just beginning. Because now it's like, yeah, you've shown us that, cool. Now let's see if we can do it. And I feel like in a lot of ways that's where uh, you the, it came out that you really kind of stood there and, and shined was when forced to, now I know the stuff, cool, whatever, n- now I have to do it. And that becomes a whole other thing that's like, um, you know, hit or miss, I think, sometimes, you know, with, with what people can do. Um, was there a particular moment that sort of was the – High point, low point, uh, you know, hardest, whatever, or all of those, if you want to talk. Um, I would say, <laughs> so I was fully expecting, I knew, because there's just no way to avoid this, but I knew that I was going to forget something totally dumb and then kick myself during the test for forgetting something that I knew um, and, and, you know, go like, come on, you got this, what's going on, you know, and just, I knew that I was going to have some kind of stupid moment, at least one, if not multiple. Um, and, and so I had mentally prepared myself for fighting through that, you know, going like, you're just going to have to do it anyway, even no matter how many times you have to repeat this, you're just going to keep hitting it as hard as you can keep thinking. Um, but there were a couple of those moments and it was, I would definitely call that like something that sticks out to me now during the test that I'm like, God damn, why'd you forget that? Um, what was great about it? Uh, well, at least the one that I'm thinking about was, um, you did it, you did it, you did it. He kept asking for it again, different, show me this, show me this, show me this. And you just kept working, working, working at it. Then you got what he was talking about. But you did something else wrong, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And so because you finally figured out the part he was referencing and, like, yeah. show me different, okay, then everything else was lost. And then it was, like, back and forth. But, you know, eventually, after, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it was of this, like, technique over and over and over and over and over, you got all the pieces down and put it together. So It was Katamanuchi Kodagaish. Yeah. And I just was doing the Katamanuchi part stupid, just totally, like, not right. And... <laughs> not right for the for what we were the doing. technique. Yeah. It was in, in your defense. It is totally a way to do it. Um, it is just right. not the way that it needed to be done for this technique. Right. Yeah. Not the way prescribed. Uh, which is, I think, something that is uh, I see as a struggle for our dojo in the way that we learn things because we learn pieces and answers to things, um, and there are many answers to different a problems. Problem. Yeah. You grab me by the shoulder. 
there are lots of different ways that I can uh, approach that, that problem. Yeah. And there are lots of different ways that I can uh, facilitate a Minucci strike. Um, one of them is appropriate for this technique. Right. right. That doesn't mean that that thing is not appropriate. <laughs> it's just not appropriate for this technique. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it trying figuring it out and and eventually got through it so it, i think too one of the things that was difficult for me this time was and i kind of mentioned this on the test after we were kind of talking about it like um being so like we do all the other tests in the dojo normal you know there's a, a kind of set ritualistic way that we do it we you know we bow we do the whole thing um and it uh because this test is so long and big we do it in a park and for the purpose of making it difficult. And I definitely felt that at the beginning, it's just like, I, I'm a very habitual kind of, I like uh, ritual, you know, and it didn't start the same way that I'm used to it starting. I mean, you know, we bowed and all that, but like, you know, I'm not in an, I'm in an unusual place and I, not you know, gee. no one else is yeah, a gee. there's tons of people clothes. around, totally there's different and dirt and, there's, yeah. And so it, it kind of like, um, like where usually like I notice a definite switch when I start, the past tests that I've taken where it's like we sit, we bow in, we're all ready. And I'm like game face on, here we go, you know? And that's how it's felt in the past. And this one, like, it's not that I didn't feel ready, but like suddenly it was just happening. Like yeah. it, it kind of just like naturally evolved from we're all setting everything up. We're putting the little, you know, po- the little um, shade pop, thing pop up, up, you know, we're popping up, everyone's talking. It's like, okay, let's bow and let's go. And it just kind of like, here we go, you know? Test. And it was... It, like mentally I like it took me a little bit to switch into like you're doing this now because up till that point like I talked about on the last podcast like up till that point I am going you know in my head I'm going don't stress too much you're not doing it right now you know because I Mm -hmm. I, I have a tendency to stress about things that aren't currently happening and it's like I don't have control over what's not happening right now. the test doesn't start till nine o'clock tomorrow morning right Right. so if I'm worried about it tonight that's right it's just ruining my night now you know it's like it's not (laughs) happening right now I don't need to worry about it and then suddenly it was happening and I'm like okay now it's happening now I need to be in the it's happening now mode I gotta switch into that mindset and it, it took me a minute for certain and there were parts in the later part of the test where it was like I had a couple like of those thoughts fly by that I I couldn't give any credit to that were like why do I got to be doing this right now (laughs) like really like there were those thoughts that were like I I just want water I just want to sit down (laughs) like I really just why am I doing this right now um but like you know that's it's not the time for that I can't I can't let that in at all because that's what I think would have built me down you know those right. are, those are the kind exactly of right or yeah broken me down because those are definitely those thoughts that like you know when we're doing something hard i'm like why did i choose to do this right. this is why dumb. this is hard and uncomfortable right. and i could be having dinner right now right why am and I... those thoughts are doing you no good in the moment this no bullshit yeah and so it, that was definitely like an ongoing difficult thing for me was just like um like not letting those thoughts in not letting those other things like this is happening now and deal with it and you don't get a choice about doing this test right now right you know i mean of course there's always a choice, yeah, choice. but yeah, for me away. i'm not allowing myself to have a choice in this right you know you signed up to finish the test right and so and constantly too like i don't know for me like um keeping my koku keeping my zanshin like constantly like the, at the end there we were doing a juwaza that was you know like we started one one person and you know he threw in two three four you know so it was like four people like 
I was very fucking tired and, you know, my legs felt shaky and like just continuing to move, you know, reminding myself, just keep moving, just keep moving, just keep going, you know, just keep working. Like that was a challenge to just like keep going at that point. Um, And, you know, not let that like, not let my own thoughts about being tired break me down. Right. And I mean, you know, the test, I I built in several things that were not winnable, not winnable situations. And you didn't let that demoralize you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like having Josh and, and, uh, Derek lock onto your arms from high position. You're not going to escape that, you know. Um, but to make you work through it, and you never stopped. You kept working, you know. And then when we switched drills up, you went right on to the next thing. So I, exactly the mindset you should have. Yeah, and I think the other hardest part for me was probably like at the end, you know, he had me sit back down and um, ask, or he asked me, um, you know, what have you gotten out of Aikido, you know? And that's really emotional. it was it was a very emotional question for me. Um, especially because we've, I, we'd had that conversation before. And I said, if you ever ask me that question on a test, it's going to be difficult for me to answer. So of course I knew that it was probably coming. Um, and so it was like, that was really challenging for me because it was like, I was tired. And so I didn't have the usual wherewithal that I have to like hold myself back from, you know, getting really emotional about it, um, in a positive way you know, it's all good stuff, but like, it was still like, ah, like, I really don't want to like all out you know, ball in front of all my, you know, peers. So that was definitely like a, a a hard, um, like emotionally taxing, but also because I had spent so much mental energy and physical energy, I didn't have a lot left to kind of hold it together, but I did the best I could. You did a good job. Um, so, you know, that was very difficult. (laughs) So as someone who, uh, obviously spent a long, a lot of, uh, time in preparation. Uh, do you think that you uh, did enough preparation? Were there things that you uh, were not prepared for? Were there things that you would do differently if you had to do it again? Um, I think also a good contra point is uh, what are you so super happy that you did as well? And- yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, this maybe sounds a little like negative, but I honestly, at the end of the test, I felt like I could have done better. I and I, I, I wasn't sure that I passed, um, which, like I, I said that to Chris afterwards, and he was like, "That's surprising that's, to me." Yeah, that's <laughs> silly. That, I mean, that, like that's all. I that mean, was my reaction. But I, I mean, I guess I can understand that. But um, uh, yeah, I think that was you did everything that was asked of you. Um, as well as you could do them. So, you know, it, it would, if it, it, you had not passed, it would have been like, what, what's is he watching a different test than the rest <laughs> of us? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the kind of the conclusion that I'm slowly coming to, because I was obviously very elated and excited to, to be one done with the test and to have just, I'm happy that it passed. Um, but I, I felt, I feel still like I, I could have done better and i think that that's all my own shit you know that's all like well that's also (laughs) i think a a mark of uh a good student and a mark of someone who is is about the experience of growing you know so if you had gotten at the end of the test and been like yep that was the best that i could have ever done and there was blah blah blah, uh you would be lying to yourself right because there's no way that you're going to be able to do everything i mean he just told you that he made some specific things that were unwinnable so obviously you're not going to be able to, yeah. you know. Um, so 
if if you were at that point at the end of the test going, oh, this is the best I've ever done and blah, 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 you, that's kind of bullshit. And so, <laughs> I mean, it just is, right? And so, I mean, you can know when you, like, I did all the test prep I needed to do. I came out and I showed what I wanted to uh, to the best of my ability. But, like, there will always be things that you didn't do as well as you should have done. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it's going to be, right? I mean, yeah. it's never going to um, be perfect. And that's like, and that, so that's what you. Yeah. I I think as someone, that's a good sort of mentality to have. To always be looking at like, yeah, I there there are improvements still to be made, yeah, which there are. I think too, like I had this expectation, which is totally silly, and it's totally my own thing, also. But like, I had, <laughs> um, I had this expectation, like that I after the test would. You know how you work things up in your head, like yeah, man. that you're gonna feel like a superhero afterwards. Right. Feel different. like, and somehow I know, feel different than and, you did the minute before right? the test was over. And and I I feel really silly saying that, but like I think there was some part of me that had an expectation that I would feel like a different person afterwards, or something like like big would have changed. Um, but like it, it felt, um, and I don't mean this as a, a um, I don't mean to demean or. Uh, make small what I did but like it felt um uh, mundane hmm. it felt normal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> and, the, and the truth is that's how it should feel because you did all the hard stuff in advance you know so you did all the prep work all the stuff to put you where you need to be o- over a long period of time so maybe it didn't feel like it but all of that stuff all of those changes happened back yeah. so when you get to the end it's like all that stuff's already happened you know, yeah. and now you're just showing it. So, like, yes, you're like you. You don't. You maybe don't feel like a different person, but you are a different person than you were. It's just a slow progression to get yeah. there. Right. It wasn't a, a big. You know, I didn't. Right. Like, it wasn't <laughs> snap and then you're done. Right. And I mean, it was I think, like over the last four months or five months or six months, uh, you've built into this thing. I think this is at the core of the stuff you're saying too about like maybe thinking you didn't pass the test and stuff too, which is like, and it's kind of that imposter syndrome stuff. You always know your bullshit. You always know where you're weak and you suck. You yeah. always know. I right, always right, know right. where I'm weak and I suck. And so because that is what I see more because I'm trying to get better at that stuff because that's the kind of person I am, kind of person you are, kind of person we are and why we train. Probably everyone listening to this podcast is. You always feel like I'm not good enough. But when you see someone else who's better than you and they can do things better than you can even imagine, you're like, well, now that's where I want to get. Right. Because right. see, that person doesn't have any bullshit. Now, that's right. not true. Because you just they can't also, see their right, bullshit. Right, because they hide their bullshit. Like right. you hide your bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's, I mean, maybe not even hiding. It's just the other person can't right. see right. it. Sure. You yeah, know, they yeah, can't yeah, yeah, see, yeah. you know, like. Uh, I've had a discussion with Maya talking about stupid shit I did when I was a kid. And she's like, wow, it doesn't seem like something you'd do. And I was like, well, now I wouldn't fucking <laughs> right. do that. That was a bad choice I made. Um, but, but, but that That's is something I, I needed yeah. to do apparently. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, – I, I don't feel quite like I thought I would feel. But it's, it's, it's taking a lot more like unpacking of my own like, – like the post-test stuff is like – as much as the right. pre-test stuff yeah. in terms of unpacking my own like feelings about all of it. Um, and like, it, yeah, it's not quite what I thought. Um, but it's also exciting one that it's over. <laughs> I, I feel relieved. Um, but it's also, it is nice. Um, I, I don't know. I think my overall also feeling, which I, I said to Chris and Josh after the test, um, which is that like, I really appreciate, you know, that everyone, um, who I, I'm friends with outside of the test, you know, outside of the dojo, like 
everyone cares about me and I felt that because everyone gave me a hard time. Right. You know, everyone on the test, I felt like was giving me their best and, you know, giving, making it hard for me. Really like, uh, you know, I felt no one held back in terms of, uh, you know. Speed or strength or. Yeah, anything. Doing yeah. it to the best they could. And, and I appreciate that because I, I, I wouldn't want to feel like someone, uh, you know, held back or, or uh, babied me or, you know treated me differently or something, you know, like I, because, and I, and I feel that they care about me because they gave me a hard time, um, gave me their best, you know, and I, I feel supported and appreciated because of that. So, um, that it it was nice to feel that reaffirmed, you know, (laughs) it's always nice a little bit to be like, like the center, everybody gets their turn being kind of the center of attention whenever it's your test, you know, and that it's nice. Did 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 you say uh, the thing that you were like happy happy the happiest about that you did? <laughs> did we get to that point? Um, well, I would say that that's definitely one of those things that I felt like I I felt like um, like the dojo was a warm blanket around me. But that's not that's not that's, <laughs> that's not, not something you did. I know. I'm, we're looking at like what's the thing that you um, like the moment where you're like yeah I I think fuck yeah I'm badass <laughs> look at me I think the two things one i feel like my understanding of aikido in the past couple months has jumped hugely and i appreciated like i was excited like not just um ready but excited to like get to the part of the test where i got to explain my understanding yeah. of the- here's what we do i'm like i just stop me whenever i'll just keep talking that whenever. really was kind of a nice part of the test and that's actually why one of the reasons that i was like that clicked with me like oh yeah she totally knows more than i did at this time um because you really were able to break down the entirety of the system and lay out for us exactly how it works and what we should be trying to do and what you know where we should be trying to do particular things and where techniques and hodoki and tanohenko all fit into the you know system without any problem at all and being able to explain it in a way that like i definitely could understand like the technical point of it and go oh yeah that's right but people below you in rank were i'm sure yeah, also able to go like out, yeah. um which was really nice and that's nice because then all of those people now have seen a test and understand what's going to be expected of them as they're coming up um and now know like well this is the this is where i need to be so i thought that i uh i i thought that was really yeah highlight one of the highlights of the test for me for sure yeah that was something that i was actively excited about (laughs) which is fun and that just speaks to my own nature you know (laughs) i like to talk and explain about stuff and i definitely credit partially the podcast in helping me kind of hash that out coming closer to my test um the other thing i would say is just like the overall like proving to myself again that i can do things that i am not sure if i can do you know um because that's the thing of the whole test was you know can you make it through the test that's the test you know right um and so it was exciting to me to prove to myself that i could make it and that i could you know uh keep pushing when things were difficult and not give up and not you know uh not break down and be sad or you know anything like that you know and that i could not show on my face any kind of you know negative emotion or whatever because, you know, that's my shit. Nobody else needs to see that, you know? Right. Um, and I, I felt like, I don't know if I am proud of myself for, for doing that. You should so. be. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's awesome too because uh, so you know you were the the only woman there. Um, you were smaller than uh, every most everyone. We're, <laughs> You're we're, like, we're about the same, but <laughs> I have slightly more experience, right? And yeah. so, like from that standpoint, um, you know, there are there were a lot of sort of roadblocks uh, thrown your way, especially when we're going into the wrong door stuff, um, and no problem standing up and being present and there and in the moment and and uh, in the center of it and really like owning uh your space in that which is amazing i thought so yeah it's really cool yeah that feels good <laughs> it should you did a really good job yeah yeah <sighs> okay we're at 40 minutes actually spot yeah, on there you go we got is there anything else that you had i mean yeah, <laughs> we could probably do another one in I another know, we week once could. we rehash all of it. All, all of our listeners don't know how good Maya is at talking about herself. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> loves to talk do about we, herself. Um, <laughs> do you know if we have? Um, I mean, I saw some video, but uh, if there's a video of this, because it might be nice to on a Facebook page or whatever, we could put some video up so people can kind of get so an idea. Michael of some of the just stuff sent that, me a couple um, clips. There are a couple clips that I'm gonna at least put on the the Facebook Aikido discussed, and I'll put on okay. the, the other one. I don't know how good the quality is. They look grainy, the ones I got, but I'm gonna text. So we'll see. We'll see what what's out there. We're really a horrible dojo about recording stuff. I mean, we're. I think one of the other students said that he had gotten some videos and stuff. So Yeah, he uh, sent me a couple things. Okay. So. so there might be some stuff flying around. It would be nice to get some stuff up so people might have a little bit of more of a visual idea of, of what was uh, happening. But Yeah, I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope people listening to this, like, it. I don't know, that they got something out of it, you know, beyond just listening to them talk about how great I did or whatever I don't know <laughs> I don't know like, like, that's kind of weird like um but I you know I don't know uh it's like it was a lot of stuff and of stuff. oh I did want to kind of mention because this is something that that uh Derek one of the other students who's um like third Q, um he was asking me about like how I prepared and stuff and I feel like I I feel like I always could be more prepared because that's the kind of person I am. Like, I'm always like, ah, I probably could have studied and written more things down. And, four more hours. Right. That I yeah. And I slept. four hours on that Tuesday. I mean, that's kind of low-key how I feel. And, like, that's part of my own, like, anxiety is, like, I, I can't ever let go. Like, it's in the back of my mind building up to that day, which is, like, you could be studying right now. Right. You're watching Netflix, but you could be studying right now. Right. You know? So that was – I'm glad to let go of that for a little while at least. Um, but like I said before, like it was really helpful for me to have, um, have a notebook where I could write things down, make connections, you know, practice remembering things because to me, that's one of the most intimidating parts of the test is uh, aside from all the Rondori stuff, like, you know, saying, okay, do four Ikkyos, you know, do, you know, whatever. Um, and being able to come up with those quickly and on the spot, because that's just a matter of Mem- remembering and working your mind quickly you know and right. if you're rusty on that then it is difficult and so for me it was it was nice and helpful to practice that practice that practice that and be ready for it so and then also too like knowing your own bullshit you know oh, yeah, man. like uh, i i'd like to think that i know a fair amount of my own bullshit and so i was kind of working in my own head because i knew that chris was working in his head how can i challenge her how can i make it difficult how can i make her work and so 
me going, okay, what am I not good at? Okay, that's pr- he's probably going to throw that at me. You know, what what do I hate? What do I hope that <laughs> yeah. I don't? What do I hope I don't have to do? Okay, I'll probably have to do that. You know, and and working up to that, asking other students, hey, can you for five minutes grab me really hard? in this way and see if I can get out of it or, you know, can you run at me as fast as you can and I'll see what I do, you know? Right. So that was nice to like kind of go, what am I scared of? Okay. Probably should practice that. So, so that was helpful for me. Um, but yeah, just wanted to add that in there. Good. All right. All right. Tip of the week. Oh, we have to read patrons oh, first. Patron. Oh, patrons in tip of the week. I'm sorry. I, I jumping the gun. Messed yeah. up the order. Gosh. So we love our patrons. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. And uh, we're very happy that they um, are supporting us. And um, we really should come up with some kind of gift for these people because uh, they're too nice, you know. Josh, you're in charge. Okay. Uh, so I'd like to announce to our <laughs> listeners, our patrons, if you do not get a gift, um, it's Josh's it on fault. me. All right. Very good. And uh, he's the one who <laughs> wants like, to send gifts. Topics. And I mean, we all want to send gifts, but Josh is the ringleader. Josh is he's the in one charge who's of it. Perfect. I'm so uh, I'll get on it. We'll, we'll come up with something really nice for you guys. All right. Thanks. It's going to be a card that we all personally sign, <laughs> send in the mail. So give us your addresses, everyone. Oh, my God. Thank you, card. That's Thank something that people card. like. Josh would be like, hey, Mike, could you go, uh, go get a card at the store? Like, it's just something nice. Uh, I can, we're going to need uh, 15 can, of them. Uh, I can go to Target, guys. Come on. <laughs> Drop by the Dollar Tree. Four baby shower. Thank you, cards. Yeah, yep, they're all <laughs> blue. Congratulations. Come on, Josh. All right. Sorry. Okay. Let's jump into this. Uh, all right. Thank you so much to our patrons. They are Rob Kitson, John Smith, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Urbano, Randy Stewart, Marcin Sizzes, Hillary Jones, Fran Martin, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Thomas Polino, Flor Hanewick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Constantinos Andrew, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Right. Thank you guys. Thank yes, you guys. thank we you really so much. We appreciate you guys. We do, and uh, most of the reason that we're able to, or even want to really keep doing this, because uh, there's a lot of things that kind of can get in the way. One of them is having to worry about paying yeah. for some. For example, um, we're, we're <laughs> so, going to get a new hard drive there you go. very soon here yeah. because we, we've got too many goddamn episodes. There you on. go. Yes, oh. and just in case Woo-hoo! the internet erased all of them, we would still have them. Right. So having a hard drive to put them on is very right. nice. Yeah, because, that's right, because the internet erases everything. Well, you know. <laughs> mostly your morality. You, Y2K yeah. may happen and your the humanity. internet. Y2K. Y2K. Your common <laughs> sense. <laughs> All right, this is wow. This is devolving, guys. So now, but we will do a tip of the tip of the week. Yes, we will. Josh, you got one. (laughs) I got. I have. Yeah, he's Josh has got one. Um, Know your own. You said this. I think it's good. Know your own bullshit. Uh, And if you don't, think about it. Start. Start thinking. Think about it. Play around with it. See if you can figure out what what is your own bullshit. Um, and, uh, is it getting in the way of your training? If it is, it probably is. I mean, it uh, most likely try is. Try to, uh, it, it's what the training should be fixing. In fact, yeah. so yes, yes, there it is. So, no, and, you're bullshit. okay. So how do we do that? I mean, you know, 
Oh, that's not up to me to tell <laughs> you. To figure it out. Tip of the week. Know your bullshit. Know your bullshit. <laughs> Whatever that's process you need to go That's through. up to you. Well, you know, I mean, I think a good place to start is whatever you fucking dislike and that whatever makes good, you uncomfortable. Right, right, right. Usually and is. whatever you go, oh, why do I feel weird about that? Man, I remember when I discovered that everything I didn't want to do was some of my bullshit. And then I spent like, like a couple God, years doing all this shit I didn't want to do. I was like, why did I have to realize that? But I mean, I'm, I'm a lot better, better for it. now. Yes, absolutely. Do you think that um, <clears throat> as a possibility, and I could maybe make this work, uh, that our uh, patrons would like a shirt that says, no, you're bullshit? I like that. If you would, let me know. We discuss. can make that happen. I like that. All right. So I would like to see week. like a ton of those shirts end up at seminars. That would be fantastic. <laughs> like, seminar pictures, people sitting at a table like eating some know Japanese bull- food with know your bullshit t-shirts on. Right. Like that. Maybe we we'll could put make some that. Japanese characters on it and make it look like really. Yeah, I'm sure um, we could. We like could really find the kanji like, for know your bullshit. Like really flowery and kind of like you know like fit it into the Aikido aesthetic. Yeah, but of course. Still like, I think yeah. just simple straight. Maybe out. like a Tori in the background and like a peaceful <laughs> mountain like Fuji in the background and and maybe some smoke and maybe a samurai playing a pan flute or pan some flute. shit yes it's hot I yeah it. yeah i don't know why he's playing a pan uh. flute by the way but it just sounds hot <laughs> and then uh yeah and then it's not a pan bullshit. flute there's a name for that particular. Uh, but but a pan flute's way better man it is, it is. <laughs> now i'm picturing like an advertisement for this shirt and it's like you know like a pan flute playing softly and like yeah. a river flowing yeah and then maybe you doing... have satyr legs too this samurai <laughs> what a samurai with satyr legs and a pan fleece. Now we're just getting that off. off this sounds out of great. Hand. Buy the Know Your Bullshit t-shirt. Only $19.99. $19.99. Buy now. Yeah, buy now. Only four small payments. Be- become a patron. Become a patron now and you'll get your Know Your Bullshit t-shirt. I kind of like that. We'll see. I can make That's something I can make happen. All or right. maybe at least a coffee cup. Something. Yeah, yeah. coffee cup. <laughs> we like coffee. We're done. We're done. With, Wait, the, Denny, is, with the Denny's logo on the, the back. The Denny's there logo on one side. I bet I can make the- everyone get a Denny's logo cup. I know exactly how I would go about that. <laughs> Denny's logo cup on one side. Around in Sharpie. No, you don't. Bullshit. bullshit. Josh just writes it, handwrites it. On that's right. Cups. That's right. I love it. Okay, we're done before Wait, this gets okay, worse. All right. Yep. Bye, Bye guys. Next week. Have a good week. See you next week.